Welcome to the Magic on the Inside podcast by the Sisters Enchanted, where we chat magic, hot topics, personal development, and good old-fashioned life. Brew up something delicious and sit with us for a spell. Welcome to this episode of the Magic on the Inside podcast. I'm Sarah, the head magic maker at the Sisters Enchanted, where we help women lean into their intuition, conjure, more joy in their lives and create everyday magic. And this is episode 51 of our podcast where we are talking about identifying your intuitive superpower. So listen in while Anna and I chat on this topic. Hi, Anna. Hi, Sarah. Yo, yo, yiggity, yo. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> um, how are you today? Uh, I'm okay. I had a very sleepy weekend. Oh. <laughs> no, that's not true. I had a sleepy Sunday, but I had a really productive Saturday. Because it was the only nice weather day we've had, like, all year so far. Yes, I got a sunburn. Mm, I, too, got some sun. Although not burnt, just some sun. Yeah, no, I got sunburned. Well. Well, well, well. We told you to put a shawl on. Hegemina. Pejmina. We had a discussion on shawls versus pejminas. Apparently, a pejmina is a certain kind of wool from a certain kind of goat from a certain area. Oh, so this was investigated later. Yes. <laughs> I had Ellen confirmed. When I was no longer involved in the conversation. <laughs> I, continued to be discussed. <laughs> I called my expert of pashminas and shawls and I got a complete breakdown of the difference and something else too called like Aruna or something which is like a different like kind of like what I'm wearing today that nobody can see although she thinks she was pronouncing it wrong but she said it was something like that. I have no idea. There's so many names for similar like things. I don't know either. That's amazing though. So also I just want to say that I apologize if there's like crazy feedback on the replay, we tested the audio and I can't hear the things that I'm hearing. So we're just hoping for the best, but like everything at the sisters enchanted, we just show up as we are. And so again, I apologize <laughs> because I'm not going to re-record it. So, um, you know, hopefully it's fine. Uh, this, is, this is how we roll. Yeah. I'm hearing weird feedback. Anna's not. So we're going with it. Um, anyway, we are here today to talk about identifying your intuitive superpower. So we actually made a really cool quiz recently all about this topic and like a whole bunch of people have taken it so far. And it's always interesting to see what people have to say about things because some people are like, being intuitive is my superpower. And I'm like, yes, I mean, that's like the point. <laughs> but also, um, we can access like different levels of confidence in our intuition or different experiences in different areas. And maybe sometimes we're really shining and sometimes we're not. But the takeaway from this quiz and what we're going to talk about today is that no matter how intuitive you are at a moment or really how you're feeling, because, you know, I guess I think Anna would agree with me that we think everybody's intuitive. It, there's just some times when because of life and things happening that we might not feel that intuitive. We might not be he hearing our intuition, but even when you're not feeling intuitive, there is a superpower in there. And there's also so many different ways to be intuitive and ways to touch into that and check that out and some practice. Like 
we just, because we're, you know, all in our hermit pandemic mode and not leaving our house due to social distancing, we just, we did the, um, we did a replay of some of the psychic skills unit in our Enchanted Journey membership. And even talking about all those different kinds of Claire's and intuitive way, like that's, it's different for everybody. Like everybody is different. This is true. <laughs> hey, I paused to apply some lip stuff. Yeah, Sarah is looking into the camera, applying some <laughs> really beautifully tinted lip color. I don't think it's a lipstick. It's like a lip tint. It's a pillow pout. A pillow pout. Creamy, plumpy lip powder. The color is so spicy. Oh, spicy. You, you did. You put that on, all of a sudden you had so much more color to your face. I just have this, like, mint chapstick that's in this skull that I put on. I'm not as fancy as Sarah. I'm so spicy. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Intuitive superpowers, people. All right. So what we did um, is come up with... I don't even know where it was kind of like divine timing, this divine download for this quiz. And we were feeling like that there is probably some level of person who's like very confident in their intuitive powers. And then some people who are not so confident at all. And there's different things that play into that. So we have five different intuitive superpowers that we came up with. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, and so the first one is the hidden intuitive. Now the hidden intuitive is the person who is definitely, um, intuitive, but might not feel it, might not notice it. And it really comes down to like a confidence factor, maybe fear of failing, things like that. Uh, and the superpower that we feel that a hidden intuitive has is staying present and grounded in reality. Now, Anna, how important is it? that there are people in this world who stay present and grounded in reality. I think it's such a good thing. We laugh because when we were testing this quiz, I got a hidden intuitive. But what you, when you say that, um, it's funny because like I am really grounded and focused on reality. And if you didn't have all these people that weren't grounded and focused on reality, we'd all be like a bunch of Pisces, that school of fish. That like, we're like, ooh, <laughs> pretty nice, <laughs> like all the time. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but sometimes when we're like so in touch with our emotions and our intuition, we lose sight of things. We get distracted so easily. So it's really good to have rational minds here. You know, like the Queen of Swords is still intuitive, but she knows how to put her thought processes first and really get to the bottom of things. So it's really important to have people that know that, you know, reality is still happening. Yeah. So I would even, oh my goodness, I really hope you guys do not hear this feedback on the audio. Um, I would even argue that a person who is a hidden intuitive, that that might even be playing out in one particular area of their life and for a very specific reason. You know, maybe, maybe your gut is telling you it's time to move on from your job or like you just know it wasn't the right thing for you to take it. All these things have happened proving that point to you. But right now, because of whatever reason, um, you can't leave that job. Like you have to be able to pay off X, Y, and Z. You have to be able to save money to buy the house to move, like whatever it is. And so you might be thinking, 
oh, if only I knew what to do, if only I could hear the answer, if only I had followed my intuition to begin with and feeling very much like a hidden intuitive. But that ability in that moment to stay grounded in present reality and know for a fact that right now is not the time to leave that job, that is a superpower. And so I think that whether we're feeling like, yes, I followed my gut and things are amazing, or, oh my gosh, I wish I had that ability, you know, your intuition shows up as it shows up to help you survive. (laughs) It's like when we talked about fear in the last episode, that we were like, it's like when you see yourself like kicking out the door and being like, F you guys, because you're like wanting to leave. Like your intuition is like, yeah, I'm kicked out the door. I'm going to say some things that I wouldn't normally say. I'm going to leave. But then knowing that like you actually should not bust down the door and say all those things and that maybe you need to just reevaluate your day or how you're going to go about it. And that's really <laughs> important to be able to reel yourself back from like being like seeing yourself like, you know. Yeah, Anna's that person for me. 100% Anna is. Anna's something that's like, maybe you just need to reevaluate. Maybe you need to take a deep breath and think about it. <laughs> because I'm so quick to be like, I'm freaking doing this thing. I'm doing it right now. And I don't care what anybody says. And, and I'll be like, well, that's a strong choice. It's a strong decision. It's a big decision. And you're making a strong choice. <laughs> we did the other day. I was like, Sarah, are you making that choice because of this? Or are you making that choice because of this? Because if you're doing it because of this, you really need to reevaluate your thought processes here. What's funny about Sarah too, though, is Sarah will be like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm, I make, I'm like changing things. I'm doing this. And then like a week later, she's like, I decided not to do that. But then like two months later, she's like, I should have done it. <laughs> so, so Sarah it. also, you don't, you second guess your intuition a lot too. And then realize later that you shouldn't have done that. Or yeah. sometimes you need talking off your Sagittarius ledge. Oh my gosh. There's so many times when I make a decision and as I'm making it, I'm like, why am I even doing this? It's not going to turn out the way I wanted to. And then and Anna's like, yeah, why are you doing it? And I'm like, I don't know, but I'm hitting the go button. <laughs> so many times. <laughs> Especially if it's like in a work capacity, I'm like, are you going to make an announcement that you did that? Not that like team TSE is huge at all. It's like me. <laughs> but I'm like, wait, wait, it's 1130 at night. You just told me that via text message. I can't tell if you're like really going to do that or you're not going to do it. And I'm also half asleep. So you should probably make sure everyone, which is me, knows that you did that in the morning. <laughs> We do have a small team. If you count our team of teachers, it's a pretty big team. Well, that's it's, true. It's a moderately sized team. And I'll be like, um, are you going to tell anybody about this? <laughs> I don't know, maybe. <laughs> anyway, okay. So that's your hidden intuitive, which is, you know, nothing like, I think, you know, nothing hidden about a hidden intuitive. Like you are being present and grounded for a reason. Your rational thinking cap is on. Yes. The curious intuitive is our next type of intuitive. And the superpower for the curious intuitive is being grounded while being curious. So this is the person who is still grounded in this reality, but is also curious about what might happen if I follow my gut in this area, what would it look like to trust that the right thing's going to happen? What would it look like to let fear slide by? And as we move through these intuitive superpowers, 
it's really a progression. So I feel like that in one area of your life, you could be progressing through the ladder where in another, maybe you're going backwards for some reason. You just need to come back to earth and focus on what's happening and dig yourself out. And so the curious intuitive here is starting to question, you know what, maybe it is time to fly. Maybe it is time to hit that go button. Um, what would it feel like? What would happen if I followed my intuition right now? And that is our curious intuitive. So they're still grounded, much like the hidden intuitive, but they're starting to ask questions. Is it time? Is it time? That's really good. I'm trying to think of something really intelligent to say, but I was also laughing for a good few minutes of that because just, I really just enjoy these podcast sessions so much. Uh, they just bring me so much joy. <laughs> um, no, but that's really good because like, like the hidden intuitive, that's like, I am definitely not busting down that door because I would look like a fool. Maybe the curious intuitive might go into the office and have a chat with a superior saying like, this is how I'm feeling today and being like really authentic about their feelings and saying like, I really wanted to leave today, but not obviously not in a way that makes your boss want to dismiss you, but like in a really productive way. And while I'm talking about this and trying to be really super specific and, and clear thoughted, clear thinking, my clear thinking hat is disrupted because Sarah is being ridiculous. <laughs> She just got dressed up on the other side here, and she looks like a rock star witch ready for a night out on the town. So, next up <laughs> is the, <laughs> the emerging intuitive. Yes. So the emerging intuitive is just that. It's starting to emerge. And so the superpower of the emerging intuitive is exploring questioning and wondering about all that is. So what is my connection to self? What is my connection to the universe? Where is my intuition growing? Where is it shrinking? How did I get here to this physical plain spot that I'm in? Um, <laughs> what were we saying? Yes. The other day, by golly, I found myself in a clusterfuck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we're going to, that needs to be on a t-shirt. Yeah. By golly, stumbled into a clusterfuck. Um, <laughs> So the like, who can get mad at you? Like, it's not like you're just like swearing, but you're like, by golly, what a clusterfuck we've just landed in. <laughs> I've oh, jeez. A situation. <laughs> <laughs> so the emerging intuitive, the superpower there is in questioning. It's questioning and exploring and wondering, what can I, what can I do to grow? How did I get to where I am? And I feel like the emerging intuitive is probably where a lot of us spend our time kind of radiating between, which is radiating is one of them we're going to get to, but moving between this idea of like, oh, I'm feeling so intuitive and I understand everything and I'm like, the answers are there and oh my gosh, I need guidance and I don't understand anything. And that's where we come back to center at this emerging intuitive point where we're wondering, we're questioning, we're asking, how did I get here? How am I going to grow? What do I need to reflect on? And isn't the world such a wondrous place that I've been presented with all of these opportunities to grow and experience and learn? This would probably be the one too, where you would have kind of like what we were discussing with Sarah a few moments ago, that uh, she, obviously Sarah's highly intuitive and always kind of knows what to do, but that she falters back and forth between this like 
impulsive intuitive like intuitiveness <laughs> and this like very questioning intuition where like she questions things for like a month like like not even just a week because Sarah's like girl O'Hara I won't worry about that today I'll think about it again tomorrow a month later you're still asking her where the answer is um this is like where that like maybe like that faltering line would be that like you would be very intuitive intuitive and sometimes you're like yes I'm following my intuition I'm following my intuition and then like have moments where you're kind of tripping up on it and second guessing if you are intuitive or was that an intuition you know was that a was that a touchdown or not you know and and sometimes just freely following and sometimes second guessing yeah yeah yeah, I definitely can be impulsive, which is not the same as intuitive. <laughs> anyway, so our next one is the blossoming intuitive. And in the blossoming intuitive, we're seeing that the superpower is in trusting in yourself and science from the universe. So the blossoming intuitive is trusting. It's like, you know what? I've let go of fear. I'm fully confident in myself. I see what's happening in the reality, but I'm able to move past it and trust that the right thing is going to happen and that I know that I am on the right path. You know what I like about this one too? What? Sorry, I'm just going to keep putting in my two cents of what my opinion on each of these things are. As a blossoming intuitive, you speak to me with that one as somebody that like sees a sign and assigns their own meaning to it and stops like searching for the meaning. You know what I mean? Like today I walk outside my house and I saw a feather and it was blue. And instead of going online and being like, what does this blue feather mean for me? going outside and like knowing what that blue feather meant to them because a lot of times those signs and symbols are yeah there's like a basic meaning out there in the the interwebs but a lot of those signs and things have a specific meaning to us which we don't realize unless we take a second and be like well what does that mean for me like what does the color blue mean for me how does it make me feel what does a feather mean to me and assigning our own ideas to symbols because we're all individual in what they may mean to us. Yeah, true. Um, our next one is the radiating intuitive. And this is the person whose superpower is in remembering your inner knowing and magic. And so really that's taking this all to the highest, like Anna just said with the feather, it's not only feeling like, oh, you know what, this is, I was just thinking about this. This is confirmation for me and just taking it for what you feel it is, but literally knowing that your higher knowledge, your inner wisdom is your guidepost and you, the answers are right there. You don't need anything else. You don't need any verification. You don't need validation. It is just there. And that's what I think that we all kind of move up and down on the spectrum of this and we're not ever just one thing. Like we're moving between hidden intuitive, curious intuitive, emerging intuitive, blossoming intuitive, and radiating intuitive all the time. And it's a matter of where we're trusting ourselves and where we are hearing ourselves. Um, so Anna, do you want to add anything about the radiating intuitive? Um, <laughs> sorry, I like can't take Sarah seriously even for a second today. Um, we really do need to post some of these podcasts, like with little snippets of what's happening. Speaking of which, um, but yeah, this is just somebody who just knows, you know, like just knows. Yes. Yes, they do. So I think trusts 
that they know, you know, maybe isn't easily swayed by other people's opinions, um, which is really good because a lot of times when we're, you know, going back to our last podcast about fear, that sometimes when you're trying to discover your intuition, you're followed with a lot of self-doubt. And then you start asking people for their opinions. And a lot of times you end up getting more opinions than you need. And those opinions alter your perception on what like you knew in your gut was right. You know, um, like in a relationship, you know, like your partner may seem like really good to everybody around. Like this person's like an ace social, you know, person. They go out, they're lots of fun, they laugh, they seem really nice, but when they go home, they may be a different person. And if you're asking all your friends for opinions, they're going to say, oh, well, he's so great or she's so great. And you in your heart of hearts know that maybe they're not always that great, which that's a little bit more cut and dry, but we don't, a radiating intuitive maybe won't reach out for so much extra help, which means that their decisions are more clearly theirs and they're living a, a more authentic life to themselves. Yes. Very true. So I think that you can think about how you are feeling intuitively. Uh, and you could obviously take our quiz, which will tell you what we think. <laughs> um, but you could also just ask yourself, you know, how if you find yourself asking like for a lot of validation or I wish I was more intuitive, I wish I knew the answer, reaffirm to yourself that you know, you are intuitive. You do know the answer. You're just in that hidden intuitive place where your superpower is staying present and grounded in reality. You always have an intuitive superpower right there at your fingertips. And there's a reason that you're experiencing that. And you're going to feel that like, you know, that invitation to start to explore more, to start to, to take steps forward as you move through this kind of ladder of intuition. And to Anna's point about asking and just wanting opinions, right? When it comes to listening, hearing your intuition and getting validation, we used to have this Facebook group and a lot of people, you know, might know about it. There's like thousands of people in there. You still get messages like weekly about it. Yeah. We caught a fair amount of flack for closing it, but the reason that we ended up ultimately closing it was because it was this constant barrage of like validate people wanting validation of this is what I'm thinking. Somebody help me. Somebody help me. Somebody help me. And Anna and I are like, you know, yes, you can ask for help. Obviously we should all ask for help. Asking for help is an amazing tool. Like somebody help me with my workload. Somebody help me with my kids. Somebody help me feel better. Like there are, we need to ask for help. But when it comes to your intuition, no amount of validation from other people is going to help you hear your intuition and no amount of opinion gathering from other people is going to help you be more intuitive. And it's really seen in yourself. Oh, well, right now I am experiencing being grounded and present when I am able to move forward. I'm going to start to feel that curiosity. I'm going to start to feel what would happen if I did this. I'm going to start to ask questions about the universe. How would it what would it look like for me to do this? I think I know what the answer is. What would it look like if I followed it? And then you're going to start to trust in yourself. You're going to see that feather. You're going to see like, I don't know, traffic. Every time you go to work for four days when you've never had traffic in 10 years of working there, <laughs> and you're going to be like, I think this is my sign. And then eventually that radiating intuitive is going to pop out and you're going to know, you're going to know it's the time to quit that job, leave that relationship, do that new thing, like whatever it is. Um, but sometimes we experience these in stages. So well, we're on the first line of defense. Really. Yes. And nobody knows your life like you do. 
And even if they pretend to know it, like Sarah and I know each other's lives pretty well as we share all things that happen in our lives with each other. But like, I'm not Sarah, you know, and like she can describe to me how she's feeling in a day, but I don't know what her first thought was. I don't know how she felt afterwards. I don't know what her thought process was because I'm not in her brain. So she might ask me for an opinion and I'll be able to tell her to the best of my ability on what I think or vice versa, what she thinks about something happening, happening to me, but we're not in each other's brains to know what we were thinking first or what we intuitively knew first, you know? Um, and because of that, you know, you have to trust yourself because if you ask, like I said, other people for their opinions or other people, like I had this dream, what does it mean? but they don't know what fight you got in a week ago, or they don't know what fear you're having, and they just tell you something, and then you believe that as face value, then that deters your own growth that you would have gotten yourself by letting yourself sit with yourself and be intuitive enough to see what you may need or what that dream may have meant to you. Even if it does take a little bit more work than just asking somebody else, it's always more important to like touch in with yourself even as you're reaching out for help, but make sure that you know yourself what you're feeling and not let other people cloud that judgment of yourself. Exactly. So I think that, um, I hope that anyway, hearing about our opinion, <laughs> this is our opinion, but our opinion on um, intuition and how we feel like every type of intuitive feeling that you're having, whether it's a complete lack of intuitive knowing or like you're like, I don't need to second guess anything. I got this. I just know the answer. Um, we're on that, that kind of scale for so wherever we are for a reason. Uh, and you'll move through it throughout your, kind of like the fool's journey in tarot. You're going to move through it over and over again in different ways. You're never going to be stagnant as one thing. Um, I mean, I know in my own life is like, if I, I don't know, I am extremely intuitive, but when it comes to an intuitive knowing something that is hard to act on, I will wish you wash my way out of that all day long. I will start talking myself out of it. I'll ask for all kinds of help and opinions. Um, and it's not that I'm not start acting silly. It's not that I'm not trusting my intuition. It's that I am in that hidden intuitive thing where I'm like in reality and because it's so difficult to act on, you know, I'm not hearing, I'm not fully hearing what it is that I know. I'm coming up with reasons why. Um, and I'm like, I wish someone would just tell me what to do, you know. Uh, and we all have that. that. I'm a procrastinator. I like always know what to do, but I'm like, I would just really like somebody to tell me that it's the right time. I want somebody to tell me that it's okay. Like, I like to know that stuff too, but I always know my answer at the end of the day, you know, but it just maybe takes me many years or months to make the changes because I am so rooted in my reality and and I am like okay I can keep living this for another day another day another day another day mm. yep and that's yep. a story I think a lot of us can probably relate to <laughs> hold like on for one more day <laughs> anyway so those are the different intuitive superpowers through the eyes of sarah and anna the sisters enchanted just so you know sarah i totally posted you on our instagram stories while in your sunglasses <laughs> amazing <laughs> i'm show up like that on facebook lives i'm gonna be like the boss witch is in the house <laughs>
There are some places in our community that you would do that, and nobody would think twice about what you were doing. <laughs> oh, right. It's just Sarah being Sarah another day. I'm nowhere near as serious as people think that I am. No, you're not. That's why these podcasts are so ridiculous. Like, Sarah is the key, like, ace multitasker, and she, like, hears everything that, like, I'm saying and probably her kids are saying in another room. And she's always being silly, but yet she still is, like, dead on. But for me, I start laughing. I get thrown off. She's like, so, Anna. I'm like, what? (laughs) What are we talking about? I'm way more serious than people think. And I am way less sociable than people think. Yes. Both of those things. I'm way less serious. Very not serious at all. And I am not as sociable as people think that I am. So we must get the wrong idea from this podcast and our social bantering. I get a lot of anxiety from social situations. Yes, like I get a lot of it. It's not yeah. pretty, but I mean, I like people. Yeah. I just, I have social, <laughs> I am socially awkward. I had a social situation the other day. We were talking about being in this here, like pandemic, social distance, isolation, and it was somebody's birthday and they were having like a drive through parade and we had to go up this hill that was literally like straight up. Like this road is like scary. There was like one day that my like, son was running down the side of it. It's like a really slow road in like a small community and he like fell and like tumbled because it's like literally like gravity is against you on this hill. And there was like 30 cars and we were all stopped on this hill waiting for people to go through the driveway because the driveway was right at the end of the hill. The person in front of us had a stick shift and was like, like, and was like spinning tire in front of us. Oh and then God. my husband's sister was two car, cars back and she too was slipping and not in a standard just because she has an old car. And you just kept hearing all these people slipping and you're like on this straight horizontal thing. And I was like, oh. I was like panicking. I was like, this is stupid. Why are we saying happy birthday to anybody? <laughs> and I was so upset and rolled the windows because I was worried that somebody was going to hear me being get me down or in our our strange social distance happy birthday thing. That's funny. So it was really startling. I know it has no point to do with this, but I was like my back against the chair and I was like, why are we doing this? This is the worst idea ever. Yeah. Like being kind to people is not worth this. Yeah. It wasn't worth the stress. This is a bad idea. Who thought of this? Who lives here? I know. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So social anxiety, weird people, and intuitive superpowers. I hope you took that away from this podcast. So thanks for hanging out with me, Anna. Oh, Sarah, as always, it was a delight, a joy. (laughs) Okay. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Thank you so much for listening in on this episode of the Magic on the Inside podcast. On episode 51, we talked about your intuitive superpower, and you can find the quiz we were talking about in the link in the comments below over on our blog. Uh, And yeah, we hope you take it, share on social media, and hope that you get something from it. There's some tips and tricks at the end for each individual superpower, working with the moon phases, um, things to consider. It's a really fun and cool quiz. So thanks again for listening in. Share this with a friend. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts. That's how we get this out to more people. And until next time, I hope you have a magical day ahead and we'll see you on the internet.